in, everyone. You are definitely in for a treat this afternoon, this morning, this evening, wherever you may be tuning in live with us. Great morning, great evening, great afternoon. Come right on in. We have none other than my featured guest today, Amanda Barnes. So I want you all to go ahead and love, like, and share, and tag. And a minimum of 10 people, let them know that we are here getting ready to have uh, a, a phenomenal time, and you definitely will not be disappointed. All right? So, hey, Amanda. Hey, Pamela. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. So, great afternoon again. Great morning, great evening, wherever you may be tuning in live with us. So, whether you're joining us on Facebook, on my private Facebook group, Broken Pieces to Peace, or whether you're in my personal Facebook group on YouTube or any other social media uh, platforms, I definitely want to welcome, welcome, welcome you, and especially to the ones who will join us on replay. Thank you so much for tuning in, and welcome to you as well. So we are so happy and grateful that you have taken out time out of your busy schedule to uh, join us this day on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day in Alabama. Where are you, uh, Amanda? I'm in California, Southern California. California. Yes. Uh, Southern California. I said sunny California. Sunny California. I'm in Northern California, but it's oh. a beautiful sunny day today. Yes. It was 70 something degrees today in Alabama. I'm like, okay, we yes. got some bipolar weather going on, but hey, I will take it. Absolutely. <laughs> I will take it. So uh, this is episode number nine. Uh, who wouldn't serve a God like this? And I have none other than my future guest, Amanda Barnes, with us today. And so it is my mission, my goal, and my desire to share with the world the crisis or those traumas, right, that God has allowed to happen in our lives. And then those triggers, right, where God is getting our attention and strengthening our faith uh, through the journey. And then, of course, those traumas, I mean, those those triumphs, triumphs. Yes. yes, those triumphs where we give yes. God the glory for, from our story and help the millions of people who are out here waiting to be healed and set free and delivered, right? And yes. so, again, I have none other than my featured guest today. I'm super honored and blessed to have none other than Amanda, Amanda Barnes. She is a author. A, a soon to be best-selling author. Come on now. Speak it. Speak yes. it. Yes. <laughs> soon to be best-selling author. She's a speaker, life coach, and a world traveler. You all definitely will be in for a treat today. All right. So I want you all to grab, uh, go ahead and tag a minimum of 10 people again and let them know that we are here live. And if you haven't done so already, Go to my YouTube channel, click love and subscribe there, and then share it. All right, share it with as many people as possible. So Amanda Barnes, she's a professional background, uh, has always been involved in being a helper and being of service to others. She is she has an extensive um, background. I mean, a beautiful bio that you will hear about. I'm definitely not going to steal any of her thunder because you're definitely in for a treat. 
today. She is a world traveler. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, she's here to help uh, a lot of people be set free as well. So with that being said, welcome again, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. I'm honored to be here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, accepting the invitation to come and share with my audience today. And so we heard a little bit about, you know, your background or your uh, in your bio. And so I want you to share with our audience, what was that traumatic thing or those traumatic things that happened to you in your life that God allowed to happen to you in your life? God allowed things to happen to me. Um, first of all, I was a teenage mother and um, I had the privilege and the blessing to have very supportive parents mm. that taught taught that education was important. And my mom supported me and made sure that I was able to pursue the education that I wanted to pursue. And um, while raising my son, I, I did as a single parent for 12 years, I did um, late, marry later on. And um, during that time, it was not an easy road was not mm -hmm. easy um, with that, with that marriage. And I um, got cancer that mm -hmm. twice actually during that, that five year period. Wow. And God allowed that to happen so that I could see what he truly had for me for my future. Um, I, so I was talking to someone earlier today about sometimes we have to have a pause or something happen in our life for us to step back and really see and understand um, because sometimes we're moving so fast. We don't mm -hmm. even realize that we're moving, but if we stay still long enough, we can, we can receive the blessing that we truly deserve. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Now you said some things in there that I definitely want to stop and touch on. You said that, you know, sometimes God allows, we have, uh, uh, a pause in our life. Mm -hmm. Those commas, right? Yes. Not periods. Not periods. Commas. Yes. Where God is trying to get our attention. And so one of those things was being a teenage mom for you, right? Mm -hmm. yes. And um and then shortly after that you were diagnosed with cancer or uh, tell us it was it was about 12 years later. It was 12 years later. Okay. So 12 years later and you said that Sometimes God allows you to have something like that so that you can, so he can get your attention. Get your attention. Yes. Pay Absolutely. attention. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So, you know how, how when you're growing up and I don't know if you, you, your parents give you that, that look or mm -hmm. you have to snatch you up real quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, got, I got snatched real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he'll do. He'll snatch yeah. us up whoop that behind as a yes. loving parent would. Yes. And, uh, you know, because he don't want us to go in the street and get hit by a car. Right, right. So, yeah, share with us a little bit about how that uh, was. How did you find out you had cancer? Mm -hmm. How was that process uh, for you? Did you have supportive, uh, a support system around you? Tell us a little bit about, you know, how that went for you. Yes. So I'm actually a two time breast cancer survivor. The first time um, and I am a very strong advocate for health and wellness um, self breast exam. That's how mm -hmm. I found 
the the first time I found wow. a lump in my breast, had a mm-hmm. lumpectomy, had chemotherapy, went through a very routine um, treatment. And three years later, I was um, driving on an icy road and had an accident. I actually knew I was going to slide and I braced the steering wheel with my hands and I hurt my back. But when I had that impact, I didn't realize I'd hurt my back until three days later. Um, So mystatic breast cancer, where it um, cancer had actually um, started forming in my bones. Had I not had another thing that God blessed me with, had I not had that accident, that fender bender, who knows how long the disease would have been in my bones and I would not have known it. Wow. Um, So um, I went through a very intensive treatment uh, to um, cure it because I'm cured. That's been 25 years. (laughs) Man. Yeah. So um, that's another reason why I'm a very strong advocate for health and wellness is because um, when we hear cancer, we always think of the worst. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's so many survivors, so many co- conquerors out there. Um, and we can spread the word and spread the message that um, cancer is not the end. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, did you have, when you found out you two times, yeah. two times cancer. Two times. Yes. Wow. And praise God, healed. Healed. 20 years now. 25 plus. <laughs> 25 plus. Come yes, on, now. don't get it twisted. <laughs> That's right. I, I'm, I'm counting all those years. Every exactly. every day is a blessing. Exactly. Definitely want to count the years. Exactly. So what were some of those triggers along the way mm-hmm. where God was trying to get your attention? I know you said that... Um, the wreck, of course, it was traumatic, but yes. it was, you know, another one of those uh, uh, times where he was putting the comma there. He's like, hey, hey, here. Yes, yes. Well, I, when you're in unhealthy situations or unhealthy uh, relationships or unsafe, I won't say physically, but emotionally, because things can happen to you emotionally and um, mentally. It doesn't always have to be physical. Mm-hmm. So um, when you're in unsafe or unhealthy situations and you try to push through thinking that mm-hmm. everything's okay or, or not being real with yourself, mm-hmm. um, that's where the pause came in. That's where the, the trauma happened. And I think some of the trauma may have occurred because of um, not dealing with reality. Sometimes you, you don't think about what you should be thinking about and it, mm-hmm. it pushes you to a place that you don't plan on going to, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. So that was a uh, a relationship that was that you were in. Was it a marriage or? Yes. Okay. Yes. So is that was that a? That was another time where God was trying to get your attention, where yeah. he was trying to, you know direct you because he wants to be number one in your life yes right and so yes. anything that is in his way then he's gonna shake that thing up right right whatever is in his spot Absolutely. whatever he has to do in order to and, and, the, and the thing is it was both occurrences happened 
while I was in the same relationship within that five, within a five year period. Wow. Of the same relationship. So it's like, okay, you, you didn't listen the first time. Mm-hmm. Let, let's fix this so that you can be still long enough to really understand what I'm trying exactly. to tell you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Okay. So when did you realize that, that God was in the midst of that situation at that time? Um, I was, I was being very prayerful and I was reading a lot. I was, um, uh, in a church, I was um, participating in a member of a, a community church, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of support from my church members. Um, the first um, time that I had the diagnosis, I had the support of my mom. Um, the second time I had the recurrence, my mom was ill at the time, so I didn't have her absolute support because she wasn't well. I didn't want her to know I wasn't well. Wow. And um, so I did have that church support and other family and friends support during that second second time around. Also during that second time around is when I lost my mother. Wow. Uh, so she was ill, as I said before. And I, I believe that she knew that something wasn't going well with me, but she, mm-hmm. she didn't get a chance to verbalize that. And like I said, I never shared with her um, that I wasn't well. So um, wow. Yeah, so that during the midst of that, I, I lost my mother. Yeah. Wow. So um, I know that you shared with me before that your mom had cancer as well. Yes, she did. Yes. Okay, so it was a hereditary thing for you all. How did you find that out, and what was that all about? So I found out about that probably about seven. Yeah, about six or seven years ago mm-hmm. when I had the opportunity to have a, a test. There was some blood work that can be done and your um, parts of your DNA can be um, tested to see if there are any um, uh, hereditary receptors. I can't remember the exact term, but there are certain receptors that can be in your bloodline. Mm-hmm. And um, because of my occurrence, reoccurrence and uh, family members that have had um, different forms of cancer, it was recommended that I be tested so that I could let my my family members know. And um, yeah, so that is true. I have some positive receptors. Uh, my sister has been tested since been tested and she mm-hmm. does as well. So um, mm-hmm. again, that strong advocacy for health and wellness and to be able to talk about it because- um, that's one of the things we don't do in our community is we don't talk enough about mm-hmm. the things that we can prevent or or uh, get a handle on early enough. Early detection is mm-hmm. so key, um, making sure that we um, seek out those um, professionals and and be um, assertive about what your, your health professionals tell you if you're not comfortable you don't always have to accept what they say you can get second opinions mm-hmm. um, so those kinds of things are really important and key um, when you're thinking about your health and your wellness mm-hmm. and talking to family sharing what your health history is um, because it actually goes way back we have several um, and it's from our paternal side of the family actually and there's mm. several several family members that we didn't know had you wow. know different forms of cancer because 
you froze because you said because what? Because nobody talked about it. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. So what do we do going forward? How do you have children? And um, what would you say to someone who could possibly be going through cancer? I guess someone who has never been, or if you see a trend in your family, if you see yes. this one, you know, even though they didn't talk about it in the early stages, but now, right. it's, you know, where it has to be shared. Right. I have, I have one son and I, I was very, um, I made sure that I let him know um, the tests that I had and my mm -hmm. history, my sister's um, history. She, like I said, she has had um, been tested and she's also a breast cancer survivor. Okay. And so um, we have shared with our sons because we both have, she has two sons, okay. I have one. Okay. And so we've shared with our sons and um, each of our sons have daughters. So wow. we want to make sure that our daughters are, are educated and um, know what things to look for mm -hmm. and also to um, be involved with talking to your healthcare professionals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So go, let's go on into the triumph of it all. So yes. if you had not had this situation uh, to take place, where would you be? You know, that's how you look at, you know, the, the God in it all to oh. let someone know out there, you know, if they are going through it, if we can make it through it, if you can make it through it, then they can make it through it too. But Absolutely. God is trying to get your attention. So at the end, he can save our souls. Right, right. Um, I can honestly say that I was so close to God during those times mm. that there was nothing that could move me from him. Um, that's what got me through. Um, the the treatment that I had, my my reoccurrence when it was nystatic in my bones, I went through a very lengthy and intense treatment. Um, the cancer was discovered in January. Um, I had radiation treatment on my back. I had chemotherapy. And then after that, um, during that time period, I had my oncologist found a, a clinical trial for me that I was eligible for, where I was able to have a autoglyph bone marrow transplant. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> that means that means that I was tested and my bone marrow was healthy enough for them to take it from me, process it and hold on to it until I finished my chemotherapy. And I gave myself, basically I gave myself a bone, a marrow, bone marrow transplant. What? God did it. Look at God. <laughs> God, God gave me the marrow to give to myself. Yes. <laughs> wait, 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 because I never heard of that before. No, um, not too many people have. Um, I did do a little bit of research recently and found out that um, autoglyphs, uh, bone marrow transplants are considered a treatment for certain kinds of cancer, mm -hmm. but not for mastatic breast cancer. Wow. I'm so, not sure what the details were from the clinical trial that I participated in, but God designed that to save me. Wow. 
So let's let's go a little bit deeper. What type of cancer did you have in particular? And it was, was it? It was breast cancer. cancer. It was okay. breast cancer. And and both times? Both times. It, okay. when, um, when you have breast cancer, it can reoccur and it doesn't always have to reoccur in the same place in your body. Mm-hmm. And um, so there is a term out right now called mesthetic breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And I've heard of different medications that they treat treat it with. And mm-hmm. I don't know, there are different levels of, of uh, the mystatic breast cancer that are out there. But mm-hmm. for my, my particular case, I was eligible for that bone marrow transplant for that. It was a test. <laughs> it was a clinical trial. They, they don't do it for breast cancer survivors now. What? So what, did this happen when you were healthy? You did have the test done and they took your marrow? When I was, it was when, when they found out that I had the mystatic breast cancer, it wasn't totally in my, in my, all of my whole uh, stem cell system, I guess I could say, because mm-hmm. they were able to capture those stem cells from my bone marrow before it grew or went any further. Mm-hmm. And if they're, yeah, mystatic. So if there was any like I said, they took it from me and then treated it. They treated the stem cells just in case. Wow. And um, then gave it back to me after I went through a 96-hour chemotherapy drip where wow. um, when they gave my stem cells back to me, they call it day zero, mm-hmm. where everything, every living, reproducing thing in your body is wiped out with chemo. Wow. Yeah. That sounds intensive. It was very intense. Um, I spent three weeks in the cancer center. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like a, I was probably there maybe five or six days prior to getting the, um, uh, well, I would probably say maybe a week before they would get, before they gave me my stem cells. And then wow. I was there for another two weeks after. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was very intense. Um, it's easy to talk about, but it wasn't easy. Put it does that if that makes any mm-hmm, sense? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, and that was like I said, I was diagnosed in January when they gave me my stem cells back. That was in July, so I went the same to year? the same year. Wow! And wow. thank God, great God, this, you don't mind me yeah. asking. Pardon me. How long ago was this? You don't mind me asking. Um, that was 1997. Wow, so some time ago. Yes, yes. Okay, well, you're 25 plus years free, so yeah. So that's yes. not like new. Um, that's not like new. Um, what do you call it? Health. New science. New science, science. technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's not new, but it's not being used. Like I said, I think God created that clinical trial for me. (laughs) I'm claiming it anyway. (laughs) Exactly. So for the ones who, because this message might not be for everybody, but it's definitely for somebody. It's for somebody. Because I I didn't know that our conversation was going to, you know, go here and stay here. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I already know that this is a divine appointment divine yes. by God, you know, yes. because somebody needs to hear this. 
Yes. And, oh, and I, go, go ahead. ahead. I just I just believe that this message is for somebody. And as I said before, um, cancer doesn't mean the end. And I actually had a conversation with a relative early today and mm -hmm. we were talking about she is actually um, experiencing a second uh, occurrence wow. of, of breast a form of her breast cancer it metastasized to her bones. Wow. Just like and, yes. Yes. Wow. And um, just knowing we we're, she's got God in her life. She is um, prayerful yeah. and strong. And I believe that God is going to bring her through this, just like he brought me through it. Amen. Did yes. you did you say or see where you going through that situation and you said that you had you've always had a strong relationship with God or that brought you closer to him? It brought me much closer to him. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. At those moments when. Um, he was speaking to me and I wasn't listening. Mm -hmm. I was in that position to truly listen, to be still and listen. And um, he has spoke to me then and he continues to speak to me. And um, I know when he's speaking, when he speaks, I listen, I stand still, I be still and I listen. And mm -hmm. when you say divine, I believe that this conversation and us, meeting each other and having this, this relationship is divine. I believe so too. I, <laughs> I believe so 100%, 100%. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, um, it's so awesome uh, because I want to ask one other question um, before we move on. If, if the, the Holy Spirit is telling us to move on from here, but for those who, um, how did you find out the studies? Where do you find the studies from? Where do you find how are they doing studies and for you to be a part of a study if somebody wanted to? Uh, My oncologist found it for me. Mm. Yes, she um, was very active in her practice mm -hmm. of oncology and knowing that at, at the time, I don't think I said I was only 34. Wow. Well, I was 31 my first occurrence and I was 34. Three years later, I was 34 my second occurrence. And when she found out that I had the accident and it hurt my back, she said, you're too young for something like that to happen. And she was assertive and said, let's get some tests done, some testing done. Wow. So um, because of her, God put her in my life. Look and I, I tried finding her probably about 10, 15 years ago. I don't oh, know where to find her. What? <laughs> I can't find her. I would love to be able to reunite with her and thank her and tell her what a blessing that it was for God to put her in my life. Wow. Because as I said before, having that relationship with healthcare professionals and with your physicians, um, not all of them are, are that proactive or assertive. So um, I think the message today is to um, utilize those resources that you have to, if you don't feel comfortable with what one physician says, it's okay to get another opinion. Sure it's okay it to get a second opinion, a third opinion if you have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. That is good. 
that is good. Okay, so going into, um, did you have anything else that you wanted to share as far as the, the triumph of it all? Um, I also had a conversation. I'm not sure who I had the conversation with because I talked to a lot of people at a lot of different times. Mm -hmm. But we, I had a conversation recently where we, I talked about how um, going through something traumatic like that, um, having God uh, save you for whatever it is that he has planned for you, that your, your actions and how you live life is different. Mm -hmm. um, so how I live my life, I take nothing for granted. I, mm -hmm. I, I, the triumph is to, <laughs> to go after whatever it is that I'm a, that's a, available for me out there. I'm not apprehensive or um, some people think I'm crazy. You know, that the people that step out on faith, you get looked at a little differently. You yeah, know? you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you so, know what yeah, I, I was crazy, but just looked at differently for pursuing things that the average person chooses not to pursue. pursue. You mentioned- You know, I tell people all the time, mm -hmm. and I was talking to Crystal earlier, and I said, you know what? Our journey is for God gave us the vision. So therefore, friends, families, neighbors, and the people who are closer to you and people who are are not going in the same direction, who have right. a higher calling on their life. And uh, that vision was given to you. Right. It wasn't given to them. So they're not going to understand why right. you move and operate the way you do. Absolutely. You know, and so, yeah, it, it's an amazing, an amazing journey. And um, I'm just grateful that, you know, I was chosen. I'm, I was, I'm grateful that you were chosen for a higher calling. And, you know, whatever he has to do in order to get our attention, to get us on the path of our destiny, right. then, Lord, have your way. Absolutely. So my my love for travel, um, I was... It, it came to me that if I want to travel, I can travel. I can do that. Mm -hmm. And um, when my son graduated high school around the same time as when I had my divorce and um, I made the decision to to travel, I started doing things on my own by myself. Mm. And um, let's see. So did you always want to travel and didn't have and felt as though you were being held back or or? I, I just never didn't think that I could do because I've seen other people travel. I've seen other people go places and I just didn't think that I could do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I started looking at different ways to do it um, in my first international um, travel. I went overseas and worked for the military as a civilian contractor for two years. Mm. And I left the, I left the job and um, my Friends and colleagues were like, are you sure you want to do this? Sure you want <laughs> right. <to go> there? <laughs> right. And I said, the opportunity is here for me. I'm going for it. And I actually that my first venture was leaving my home state and moving south. I lived in South Carolina for 16 years. Mm -hmm. And I can remember some friends and my parents when I told them I was moving to South Carolina. They're like, why? I said, because I got a job there. <laughs> You know, it's like, why are you leaving? Because I have an opportunity. And that's the thing. If, if you have an opportunity, I believe 
and going for it. Absolutely. 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 Did your, um, did your, uh, that experience with your bout of cancer, did it kind of spearhead you into that different mindset or shift your mindset into a life of freedom, a life, you know, to be more, to take risks. You only live once. Right. Right. It took you into that mindset. Yes. Yes. I've talked to other people that have experienced, whether it be a, a severe illness or near death experience or anything, any type of trauma, um, you can either make it grow from it or you can, you know, entrap your, it, it can be an entrapment or it can be a freedom. Sure. And I, cho- I chose freedom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Thank God for freedom. Yes, yes. Yes. So um, being able to talk about it and share your story um, with so many. So what is your what is your message? My message is with God, all things are possible. You just need to believe. Absolutely. 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 So as we wrap up, I have three questions that I always ask my guests. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So question number one, what are you most grateful for? Mm. I am most grateful for life. The life that I have to live um, because I wouldn't have anything else if I didn't have my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 Great question. Great question. Second question. Great answer. Yes. Second question. What is your definition of peace? You know, mm-hmm. I have that a, a private Facebook group. Right. Peace. Right. And so what is your definition of peace? My definition of peace is knowing and understanding that you're not alone. Sometimes you need to do things alone, but I find peace and comfort in knowing that there are other people that I can, I can depend on or, or reach out to if I need to, um, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned before, having the resources, um, I find peace in knowing that, um, you don't have to go through things by yourself. There's yes. peace in that because you mm-hmm. can get overwhelmed thinking that you have to do it all or that you're you're by yourself. And so I find peace in knowing I, I'm OK with being by myself, mm-hmm. but I find peace in knowing that if I need to, I can reach out to whoever or whatever. Amen. Amen. And above all, God. Amen. The, the <laughs> Amen. And the giver and the comforter and all of that. And the He's strength. All that. Yes. All that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. So question number three, what are some of the things that you do to maintain your sense of peace? Okay. So whether it's uh, daily routines. Mm -hmm. So I want you to share with our audience some of the things that will help them get on the path of letting go of the broken pieces of their past and help move them forward into their life of peace? Ooh, 
I'm gonna try to say this. I'm gonna try to speak on this without getting too emotional. But as you were sharing that that question, the first thing I do when I before I even open up my eyes is I thank God for the awareness that I'm I'm awake, that I'm alive for another day. Mm-hmm. So I start my morning with prayer and meditation every day. Yeah. Um, there's a, a a few things that I plug into in the mornings, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get a little sad when I don't have that plug in on a, on a Saturday morning. I'm like, hold up, God, you gave me enough that I could, we could, we could still have this time mm-hmm. on Saturday and Sunday. So, mm-hmm. um, seven days a week, that's the first thing I do is I have my prayer and meditation. Um, I enjoy reading, um, self-development personal development um, and um, professional development as well. I, I read a lot and um, I run. What? <laughs> and I know that this is another funny thing because I, I, I've always, like I said, I've always been health conscious, mm-hmm. but when I was 51 years old is when I started running. <laughs> I waited. Yeah, I I don't ask me. When I was younger, I thought about running track. Wait a minute, you were not a track runner, track star. No, I did not participate in any um, extracurricular activities as growing up. And um, I've like I said, I've always been into health and wellness, and Mm. um, I was working out at a gym probably about what. Eight years ago now, like I said, it's been, I was 51. So eight, eight or nine, eight or nine years ago, I was working out of the gym and my trainer would make us run in the mornings. That would be our warm up. And I message her sometimes and we laugh about it because I used to say, I am not a runner. I am not a runner. Right. What did I do this morning? I got up and did my 15 minute. <laughs> I did a what? 15 minute mile this morning. <laughs> what? But yeah, I find peace and comfort in being able to move this body that that God yes. spared. That yes. you know, Come God gave now. this to me, so I better I better take care of it. Exactly. And, um, so I I I I also um, I won't say meditate, but I do a lot of mindful thinking when I'm running. Mm-hmm. Um, it clears my head. It gives me peace, and it helps me prepare for the day. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's good. That is good. That is so good. So I just want to thank you so much for being open, for being transparent, uh, and for sharing your story, your journey uh, of how you were able to overcome as well. And so do you have anything that you would uh, like to share, anything extra that you would like to share and um, share with our audience also? If they wanted to get in contact with you, how do they get in contact with you? Sure. I would love to share that. I love that you call me an author. I'm claiming that a speaker and a life coach. Um, I just believe that everything that I do is to help other people. Um, I am a strong believer in treating people the way that I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And so I, I utilize what God has given me to, to try to help others. And Mm -hmm. I I do that as much as I can, as often as I can. I'm looking forward to um, having my my story or part of my story um, shared in an upcoming book. Um, I also plan on writing a book 
I, I called my sister this afternoon. And I was like, you know what? We're writing a book. She's like, we are. I said, yes, we are. Yeah. So I'm, I'm an author in my own world because I journal and I have lots of stories to, to wow. share and help other people. So um, I, the cousin that I was telling you about that's going through her process right now, mm-hmm. she agreed that she would contribute to the book. Love it. Um, I don't have a title for the book yet, but there is going to be a book written to help other people um, understand that cancer is not the end. Maybe that's the name of the book. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And it's not the end. Um, I can be reached on in, on Facebook, um, Amanda Barnes. I'm, I'm Amanda Barnes on Facebook and also um, on LinkedIn. In okay. um, uh, my travel business, which I do own a travel business. It's Virgo on the go. I'm a Virgo and I like to go. (laughs) So that's where you can find me on uh, Instagram. Also it's Virgo on the go. So that those are my three platforms for right now. But I do also have an upcoming project, um, the Earn Your Your Dreams Women's Alliance, where I am going to help other women who were probably like me at one time, wanted to travel, didn't know what to do or what resources to reach out to. Mm -hmm. So I will be that coach to help women earn their dreams. Fantastic. I love that. I love that. So again, if you would like to get in touch with Amanda Barnes, follow her on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. So Amanda Barnes. And Virgo on the go. And Virgo on the go. <laughs> website? I don't have a website for Virgo on the go, but there is going to be one for Earn Your Dreams. Absolutely. It's coming. Yes. It it's is coming. coming. I yeah. know it's coming. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is coming. Thank you so much, Pamela. I've enjoyed this time with you, and I thank yes. God for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thank God for you as well, and I am so grateful for you as well and accepting the invitation to come and share so absolutely so ladies and gentlemen you heard it from none other than amanda barnes and if you want to get in uh, touch with her make sure you reach out to her and uh, take advantage of those resources okay and make sure that you meet us back here meet me back here in the morning bright and early 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for those who are on the West Coast for another uh, 365-day Bible reading where we read the entire Bible in 365 days. And then again, meet us again next week, next Wednesday, same time, but in the p.m. for another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? And then... God has expanded our territory into television, where we are, where we have uh, the access, or we have, we are in over 50 million households by the grace wow. of God. Praise God! And so, if you have Apple TV, Roku, um, Amazon Fire TV, go to the broadcast on the Daily Gospel Network. Dot TV, the Daily Gospel Network. Dot TV, and it's aired each and every Friday, uh, 7:30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, 
With that being said, we thank you so much for tuning in, and we look forward to seeing you back here, if it's the Lord's will, in the morning. Thank you again. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Thank you.